Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with life coach and energy coach Linda Armstrong. Today is Friday, December the 27th, 2019. It's 4 p.m. New York time and wherever you are in the world, thank you for joining us for another episode of LOA Today, your daily dose of happy. And uh, we just got through the Christmas holidays and Linda and I were just uh, sharing some reminiscences about what happened uh, during our holidays and we hope that your holidays were just as nice as ours. In fact, they're not quite over. We have New Year's coming up. New Year's Eve is coming up this coming Tuesday. So that's the, I guess it's the official end of the holiday season, Linda. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, life is good. Even in the middle of winter, life is good. And that's a good thing. That means that uh, among other things, I've been doing the work and I hope our listeners have been doing their work too to, uh, Stay in that happy place as much as possible, that high vibe place, place where yeah. all the good things happen. And, um, you know, we try to contribute to that in every way we can here on the show. So I don't have a topic in mind for today. We did a kind of a heavy one yesterday, so I'm happy to do something light and high energy today. Um, okay. But um, I guess the only thing that uh, I can think of to put out there is for those people who are not feeling high vibration, first of all, thank you for tuning in. Uh, it's not an easy thing to do when you're not feeling good. Second of all, you can do it. You can get there. We'll help you. We'll help you just by talking about some stuff and you know, probably be reading some cards and so forth. But mainly, it's on you. You can do it. And it's just about making a little bit of a commitment and you know, refocusing on stuff that you like. That's probably the the number one hurdle. Most people tend to spend a lot of their time focused on stuff that they don't like and then they wonder why life doesn't work out too well. But um, it's a fairly simple thing. Yeah. Pivot over to what you like, you know? You know, what, what comes to my mind right off the bat, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose a, a soul coaching card and see what it comes up with. Maybe it'll be our topic of the day. I don't know. Okay. Um, but with what you were just saying, oh, now I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> see, when you're in a high enough vibration, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, the low vibration thoughts are hard to hang on to. What the heck um, yeah, it'll come back to me. That's all right. That's okay. No big deal. Yeah. What, what were you saying? <laughs> well, what I was talking about was just how when you're in that uh, low vibration place, it can seem difficult to make the shift over to high vibration, but it's really just, it, it's doing what Dan Mangina likes to call making micro shifts, little tiny shifts in your attention and your behavior and, and what you're focusing on because those little yeah. shifts start to create ripple effects. Right. And since we create our own reality, we have choice at any moment, any time. So it's just a matter of choosing. Like, do I want to stay in this energy? Like, what is it doing for me? Right. I know what I was going to say, because there there are no solutions that will come to you when you're in that vibration. And I know because I've proven it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have, really. <laughs> We're good at this. <laughs> yeah. And then when you look back, because then when you, then when you're in that better space again, you're like, God, why did I waste all that time? I know. Just l- allowing myself, because it's yeah. a choice to allow yourself to stay there. Right. And and I know it's not it's not always easy to get out of a low vibe, depending on what the heck is going on out there. But if you can hold this truth that we create our own reality, we always have that op- op- opportunity, to, uh, option to uh, to change it. To feel better no matter what, you know, to yeah. shift our vibration, to distract ourselves from the that never-ending loop of misery, and always, you know, that that thing keeps looping. It keeps adding and like pulling more miserable to it, so it makes the story even bigger than it is because like attracts light, right? So right. when you're holding that and you're thinking all these low vib- vibration thoughts or these thoughts about how things cannot shift for you. You're going to pull to you more reasons and thoughts of why it can't shift for you. 
Exactly. That's why you're so miserable. Because, I mean, it, you actually can get into a low enough vibration where you can't see anything else except for that low bi- vibration. You literally can't see anything high vibration. You can't even see anything middle vibration. Everything just right. seems to be miserable and rotten yeah. and for that exact reason. And, well, one thing to keep in mind, too, is that thing that you're worried about or that thing that you fear or that thing that happened that you're still stuck on, you can't wrap your mind around, like, why would that person act that way or whatever it is? It's not happening right here, right now in this minute. Mm, true. It's only being, pro- in most cases, right? Unless most cases. you're under attack by something somewhere, you know? Right, right. Which is unlikely. So most of the time, it's something that's not happening right here, right now. So what can I do right here, right now that feels good? And always oh, getting into some kind of gratitude for anything. For the fact that you just had a nice lunch. You know, anything. <laughs> you can make yourself a hot cup of coffee. Like, I, I like, I have a coffee with me now because it's kind of chilly around here. Um, <laughs> I always looked at my cup of coffee as like a, a mini vacation. Ooh. Cause it's like that, especially when it's in the morning, it's like it's your, for me anyway, I've created it. Like, it's just this time for me to chill and it's, it's almost like a mini meditation, but I like to call it, I used to call it like a little vacation in a cup. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to be here and be me. I mean, it's almost like a, it's almost like a meditation because you're just being, just being. Yeah. I mean, let's be grateful for the fact that we are being. Mm-hmm. And, the, and if you can really hold that knowing that you do have choice, then just by being, you can, you can have what, whatever it is you want. You can. That's you can. True. And forget anybody, the voice out there that tells you that you can't because how could they know they can't create for you? Most of the people who say that have a hard time creating for themselves, to be perfectly honest. But they are creating for themselves. That's what they don't. That's what they're not aware of. Oh yes, yes. But I mean, but, uh, as a conscious creator. Wait, wait. Let's just say that by thinking they can't create for themselves, they're creating for themselves that they can't create for themselves. That's true. Yes. Right. <laughs> so I mean, that's what that is right there for anybody who doesn't really quite grasp that. That's that's it in a nutshell. It's yeah. true. I also so saw if, something on Facebook. Um, Yesterday, I think it was, in my little quick bye-bye. Oh, look. Bye-bye. Hold on, hold on. Gratitude, of course. That's the card. Okay. There it so is. We're on, so Spirit's saying, listen, you're right on topic. Keep going. Right on topic. That's it. Um, yeah. But, the, but uh, the, the graphic on this particular Facebook post, and I don't remember who posted it, uh, but the graphic showed two outlines of a human body, and it was divided up into sections. The first one was supposed to be the the illustration of what most people think depression looks like. And the entire body was just filled with sadness. The second one was what they claimed actual depression was like. And the top third of the body was filled with nothing. There was no feeling at all. And then there was some sadness below that. And then there's some anger and fear down near the bottom. And I thought that was really a good description of what it's like to be in that place. It feels like nothing is happening. It feels like there's no feeling at all. So when you mentioned yeah. going into the state of gratitude, the, one of the reasons that's such a powerful thing is that you start feeling again. You start feeling after a long period, perhaps, of not feeling at all. That's a big shift right there. Yeah, and it's actually it's actually our natural way of being because if we are, in fact, all connected and all one in this energy of the universe that is unlimited and mm-hmm. infinite. Right. Um like, wow, you would be in constant, constant feeling of this gratitude for the fact that you are all of that. Mm. But we forget that we are because, you know, um, 
through our different experiences and through other people's experience that was dumped onto us, we totally lose that. That's true. So that's why this show, your show that you put on here every day, is a great way of bringing you back to your own truth, you know, so that you can realize you do have choice. You do create everything in your life. And what do you want to create? Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. in fact, that, that you're right. That's one of my main motivations in doing the show five days a week um, here on uh, LOA Today, because there are so few entertainment options out there that focus on what do you like, what do you, what feels good to you. And, and so I knew I needed to create one, and I'm glad I did. It certainly helped me a ton, <laughs> and I think it's helping a lot of other people too because more and more people are becoming listeners. But uh, it's such a, a huge need. So by all means, become uh, – in fact, if you're not a subscriber, become a subscriber. Easy to do. Go to LOAToday.net. The instructions are at the top, um, and that way you're, you're part of it every day. But developing the habit of, of paying attention to stuff that feels good and that you like – that alone is a shift. That's a pivoting. That's a pivot point. Because now, yes. for at least a brief period of time, even if it's only for an hour and a day, which is a long time, actually, um, if it's only for an hour, for that hour, you have just shifted your attention, your vibration, your everything away from that depressed, non-feeling state. And that creates changes. It creates a ripple effect. Yeah. And if the universe is has you back, because, you know, you are it, right? Right. Um, I like what access consciousness is teaching with just asking questions because the universe will answer you. Mm -hmm. But when you get in your head and try to figure out how the answer must come, that's when we get stopped. Oh. That's when we get blocked and that's when we can't figure things out. So like, you know, if it was depression, well, maybe the question to ask is how can I feel good every day? How mm -hmm. can I feel good every day? Yeah. Yeah. And if you can't think, figure out what good feels like because you can't remember it, well, how can I feel something that's a little bit less than good? Not feel something. That's the thing. That's the point of that graphic. You, most often, when you're in depression, you're not allowing yourself to feel anything. So start, you know, pick something. Pick something that, that's easy to feel. What what what's the easiest one to reach for, even if it's a negative feeling? And then, yeah. okay, I got that one. Now, what can I go for that's a little bit higher than yeah. that? Yeah. And maybe maybe even because I don't know, it's popping in. I must be popping in for a reason because I, I wasn't thinking it. But, you know, maybe even having, because I was going to say, you know, animals, like my dog, or I can just hug my dog and, and instantly feel <laughs> a, a little bit better no matter what's going on. Absolutely, right? yeah. Um, and like my, my dog is so cute. He's huge, right? But when he eats his meals, he always has to keep coming over and licking us to tell us, like, <laughs> thank you. And then he goes back. Yes. And I'm like. No, it's got like you got food breath, doggy breath. Like I, yeah, like I don't want to not have him lick me, but also he's like slobbing his food all over me. But it's fun because he's so appreciative, right? And he comes and lets us know. But anyway, that's like an energy that anim animals hold. So absolutely, maybe even just getting a pet. I mean, it could be like a fish, something low. Well, those aren't low maintenance. It's hard to keep fish. Mm. But anyway, <laughs> low maintenance recommend. animal. I recommend something you can touch that you can play with because the touch is a big part of, of um, cats. Are, what I mean, tell you, cats are super easy to take care of, you know, they and, they, are. and they can, you know, I mean, you have a cat, right? I mean, it's like Good the cats cat. on your lap and you and you have to, you, you're dying for a drink or you, you can't, the remote's like 10 feet away, but you can't get up because the cat is on your yeah, lap. Right, right. <laughs> like, can you get it for me? Please? I, I just don't, I don't want to disturb her. <laughs> it becomes actual the excuse in the house. You know, one of us has the cat. Hey, can you get the such and such? I got the cat in my lap. <laughs> yeah, but because but, truly you don't want to move because you're That's just right. enjoying the energy. Even if you don't realize it, you just love having them there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it feels good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can, I can be having a really tough day, and one of my cats will jump up on the desk 
next to where I'm working and just rub up against me and basically say, snap out of it. You know, don't right. pay attention to that. Pay attention to me for five minutes. You'll feel a whole lot better. Yeah, yeah. And it's true. What, what did the, uh, I, I know that the card was gratitude, so it's a perfect card, but did you pull out the, what the description was? I'm, I'm curious to see what that uh, particular book. No, I didn't. Book, what that particular I'll, book has to say about gratitude. I'll, because, I'll get it, I'll get it. I, I mean, I didn't because I figured it tells us everything already. Well, it but does, but when, when you get a card that good, you got to get the description out, though, because, okay. that, like you said, this is touching on a nerve, not just with our conversation, but there are people who need to hear this, so... All right, so I'm going to see if I can read it without my glasses. Okay. So it says, the card meaning, the universe is grateful for you. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's something right there, right? It is. Appreciation for everything flows through you in great bounty. Cherish the preciousness of life and everyone and everything around you. So your soul wants you to know. Gratitude is a secret to a joy-filled life. True thankfulness can work like modern-day alchemy, yielding happiness and peace beyond imagination. Mm. And it's so simple. Find what's good and wonderful in every moment. No matter what's happening around you, there's always something to be grateful for. Just the fact that you can breathe is something to be grateful for. That's true. Or just that maybe you have a nice roof over your head, you know, or you, you know, it could be anything. It could be anything. I, I remember a time when I was really feeling very depressed and had been for quite some time, and I tried doing exactly this routine of, you know, well, okay, be grateful for the fact that you have a roof over your head. Well, at the time, I wasn't even sure how long the roof was going to be there, you know. But it was there. And and, and that was, but well, that's my point. It was yeah. there, and part of my mind kept going to, yeah, but two months from now it could be gone. And I kept pulling back to, yeah, but it's here right now. Yeah, but it could be gone two months. Yeah, but it's here. I and mean, it was like a, a tennis match that went back on. I know. But I, I stuck with it, and eventually I was able to stay on, yeah, but it's here right now. Yeah. And then I started to feel better. So that's when you have to kind of, if you can find the awareness for it, um, which energy do you want to feed? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm going to be homeless in two weeks, or I have a roof over my head right now. By the, the more way, you feed, I have a roof over my head right now, the more that roof can remain over your head right now. Solutions will come. And by it's the way, they did come. stuck in our head. They did come, right? They did come, absolutely, yeah. In, yeah. in surprising ways. See? Because, oh, great. Because I would have to say you kind of let go of trying to figure it out. Yeah, well, you get depressed enough, you can't actually get to that point. That's true. Yeah. Not the best well, way maybe. to get there, but... <laughs> yeah, but but you can see how it might serve a purpose. <laughs> yes, it definitely yeah. served a purpose. Because yeah. uh, eventually, I mean, like you said, I just gave up. I quit. And I said, I don't know what to do. So I, I just threw my hands up. And within like a week, a solution came. And it was just yeah. like out of the blue. It was, it was just like, where the heck did that come from? It's like someone who's out of work for so long. And, and then somehow the energy breaks. They get an offer and they get a job. But then mm-hmm. three, four, five other offers come, right? Because right. the energy was open now. Yeah. It's like they're all lined up. And now they got through the crack. So they all yeah. have to come through. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So it says, to continue on this, it says, Find what's good and wonderful in every moment. Okay, no matter what's going on around you, there's always something to be grateful for. Whatever you appreciate in life will grow. So discover what you're thankful for, even the people and situations you found challenging, and watch miracles unfold. That's a nice way to look at it, too, because those challenges, usually there's a message in there, something for you to see in a different light or whatever that might be. Well, mm-hmm. you, you can't see it when you're stuck in it, right? But if you can have that awareness, like, okay. So, and you can ask the question, like, what am, what is it about this situation that I'm just not seeing? 
Mm-hmm. How is this actually serving me? And don't try to figure it out. Just ask the question, let the universe answer. So there's an affirmation here. It says, this is a glorious time to be alive, and I am so grateful. That's excellent. I love it. And it's spot on, of course, not surprisingly, but it's spot on. Yeah. By the way, there was another uh, Facebook post that I saw today in my flick through today. By the way, my flick through is happening, and I want to invite other people to come do this. I, I have that new group on it's not new, but it's, it's kind of a resurgent group on Facebook called the Pivot Pals, the Law of Attraction Pivot Pals, for people to come who want to um, participate in sharing their little their, their little dreams, their little vignettes, their little scenes of what they're trying to attract into their lives um, so we can all support each other on that. And it's also a way to uh, give us the opportunity to keep revisiting every single day. Okay, I, I have like a video up there that represents three things that I'm particularly trying to attract into my life. And I go back every single morning and I play that video. Now that's, so I'm reinforcing, reinforcing, reinforcing. Well, that's when I also do my flip through to see what's going on. And I saw today a post by somebody who said, can somebody who is religious, and I'm not religious, but I answered anyway, um, who is religious, describe to me how they deal with the contrast between what the law of attraction teaches and the idea that life is suffering. And my reaction was, well, I wouldn't recommend spending a whole lot of time on the idea of life is suffering. But I also did a little lookup because I knew it was Buddhist, but I didn't know what the origin was. So I went and looked it up. And it turns out that it's a misunderstanding of what Buddhist teaching actually means. The, the word suffering in that context actually means life is changeable. Life changes all the time, which is not what we think of as suffering at all. So if, yeah. if, you're, if it's something that you might be hung up on, this idea that life is suffering, just translate it to life is changeable and it'll make a whole lot more sense to you. But you know, is that suffering thing also a Christian thing because Christ suffered for us? Oh, right? sure, yeah. I think most of the religions have some degree of suffering in them. Yeah. yeah. That's true. But the um, problem with suffering is, you know, Joel really did a really good thing one time on, on one of the shows. He, he described the difference between suffering and struggling. And I thought it was brilliant the way he described it. He said, suffering, and this is my way of describing it, not his, suffering is where you go through a trial of some kind and you decide to react to it in a way that makes you feel absolutely miserable about it. Whereas struggling is going through a trial and yeah, you're kind of struggling through it, but you can see the light at the end of the tunnel and you just believe that something good is going to come out of it and it makes you stronger in the process and so forth. It's an entirely different way of looking at the same kind of situation. So, I mean, whenever I see somebody talking about suffering, I immediately recommend get off of suffering. If you're going to get onto something, get onto struggle. Struggle is a whole lot better than suffering and it'll get you yeah. out of there a lot faster. Yeah. But don't go into suffering. I mean, he also told a really good joke and I won't tell the whole joke, but the, the punchline of the joke was that... Uh, Somebody was uh, was saying they they admired Polish Jews because they had suffered so much and the and they'd said it to a Polish Jew who responded with anger saying no we have never suffered we have struggled but we have never suffered. It was a point ah. of pride with that person. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So. All right, I'm yeah. going to choose a card from this uh, tiny little vibrational energy coaching deck. Oh, okay, spiral coil. Spiral coil, okay. I don't think we've ever yeah. run into that concept before. No, so I'm, I, I'm, about pretty, this. I'm pretty sure I know where it's going, but I'm going to read it from here. Okay. And this book, I mean, it has the shortest little um, descriptions for each card. So let's see. So the spiral coil says, Are you wound up so tightly that you could snap at any moment? Are you springy 
Or are you springy and flexible, moving in harmony with Mother Earth? If you're not adaptable, you will break. Now's the time to unwind, release, and reset the spiral coil that holds you together. Be in balance with the vibration of gentle and flexible movement. Ah. Mm, Yeah. Because really from that wound up tight place, there's no room to move, right? You have to kind of let it go, let it expand, uh, unravel, or however this is saying, so that something new can come in. Yes. It can't come in if you're not allowing it to come in. So to be in a more open space and not all wound up tight and just to let loose. I mean, even if you're going to blast some music and start dancing to it. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Anybody can do that at any moment, at any time. That's true. That's true. Uh, And that could shift your vibe. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, because you ever think about it, some song comes on that you haven't heard in a while since when you were like in a teen or when you were going out clubbing in your 20s or whatever it was. Um, instantly, I don't know, I don't care what's going on. I'm like, ah, I got to (laughs) dance. It just really gets you going because it, you know, probably also too, because I wouldn't like it so much if it wasn't associated with good feeling, good times. So instantly it can bring that into, into you. Well, plus also to the degree you can allow yourself to dance. I mean, some people I, I I would include myself in this. Nobody has to see you. But, but no, it's not so much um, what other people see. Some people have trouble letting themselves feel it, letting themselves oh. experience well, then, the, the, the Then that would be dance. a good exercise to do every day until it's exactly. comfortable. It's a, it's a good exercise. And the degree to which you do allow yourself to do it is the degree to which you have, in that particular day, released some of that resistance. So it, yeah. so give into it even to the degree you can give into it. You know, let it do it a little, do a little dance, do a small. And you know dance. what? There's no right or wrong. You know, it's just just. Let yourself feel the rhythm of the music. And even if you're just like bopping your head, mm-hmm. ooh, 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 you know, <laughs> that's it. Do that, right? Yeah. little shoulder, you know, you can get up and move. You can dance in your seat. Sure. Hey, what about dancing in your head? Why not? Absolutely. Why not run this little movie of you doing like these perfect moves, like so-and-so, whoever dancer. <laughs> um, that would be fun. I mean, that's yeah. going to raise your vibe too. Let loose. Absolutely. Good stuff. I like that. Good reminder. That's probably a good thing to have like up on the wall somewhere or on your desk. And don't forget, unwind, let loose, have fun, do something crazy, do something stupid and silly. Or to, to drive, uh, derive from the card, unspiral. Yep. You know, release that spiral um, tension that's in there. I'm thinking I might just go to the energy oracle. By the way, uh, while you're doing that, Jeffrey uh, gave us a little more insight about uh, Buddhism. He says, Buddhists say that life is suffering because we cannot be rid of desire, which is what Abraham also teaches. Life is contrast. He also says everyone loves a slinky. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, good insights. It's true. Everybody does love a slinky. <laughs> I haven't seen a slinky in 30 years. <laughs> I, I used a slinky on one of my, on my bird feeder, one of my bird feeders, because the squirrels would climb up. And even with the, the baffle, you know, you can get that little thing where they're supposed to baffle the squirrel because it doesn't know how to get around right. it. Yeah, except the would, they figured that out. So then I saw this thing to put it, put a slinky along, you know, put, you know, wind it so that it goes on the, on the tube that they would be climbing on and it freaks them out. So that works. I can that see slinky, that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because because it's bouncing all over the place. So they, because they can't really get a good grip, and then it's moving. Yeah. Yeah, there's no stability. That's interesting. No stability. <laughs> That's funny. Slinky. A new use for a slinky. I've never heard that one before. All right. We have, oh, anxiety ah. in the upright position. Okay. Yeah. Well, Number that summarizes a, a lot of what we were talking about here with the yeah. kinds of states people can yeah. be in. So, okay. What do we do with, with anxiety? But it's in the upright. So let's see what it says about that. Okay. Okay. So it says this woman, uh, the woman on this card is filled with anxiety, worrying about something that causes her a great deal of discomfort. Receiving this card upright might indicate that you're experiencing a time of increasing stress, perhaps even a situation that you find yourself brooding about much of the time. Mm. However, if you'll notice the scene outside the window, I don't know if you can make that out. Yeah, that was beautiful. It says, um, where is that? The storm is distant and perhaps even moving away. Whatever's going on, this card is telling you to release the worry and let yourself relax. It is kind of stormy out the window. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a good illustration, though. Because, but who's to well, say it's not moving away, right? Well, well not storm. only that. I mean, it also is quite isolated from where the person, the figure is in the illustration because she's inside. She's She's got the, the storms outside behind closed yeah, windows. She can be grateful. She has a roof over her head she during the could. storm, right? Yeah. Okay, so it says, um, whatever's going on, this card is telling you to release the worry, let yourself relax. Here we go to the spring and the slinky. There you go. Viral. Um, brooding and fretting will never solve things. So trust in yourself and the process. When you live with a relaxed heart and mind, you're far more likely to receive the solutions that you seek. Wow. Mm. Everything we've been talking about. Very good. Yes, I like it. Yeah. So the, the cards are just giving confirmation, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe there's going to be a little bit more in there we hadn't said yet that we'll elaborate on. But so far, I don't think we got anything new. <laughs> well, I mean, it's never new because. I mean, from what this... we said, from what we were already saying, we, well, okay. we yes, just right. got confirmation. Yeah. Yeah. No, it definitely tied in exactly with what we were talking about. And undoubtedly, the fact that it came up, as you pointed out to me on numerous occasions, is because someone out there needed to hear it, maybe more than one someone. So perfect timing as usual. You know, I think, um, so next week we're going to have my friend Harold Peck, Chief Harold Peck. Tell us a little bit about Harold. He did like five tours in Iraq. Um, He was a chief in the Army. Um, Had all kinds of stuff happening to him around him with him in his personal life and army life um and he actually he he was at rock rock bottom mm. and I, I i hope that he'll talk about this i think if i prompt him to he will um he nearly took his life and then he had a mm. divine intervention really and since that day he is like energized like he's got more energy than he even knows what to do with Wow. And he works to help people to move out of these stuck places in their life. Fabulous. Canfield trained and, you know, a bunch of different things all put together. Jack so and he likes, oh, cool. he likes working with vets mm-hmm. because he is a vet. Sure. Um, or anybody really, you know, that's going through whatever they might be going through because he, he literally was like moments away from taking his life. That, that's a cool story. I, I can hardly wait to find out what that, 
that uh, yeah. divine intervention was. That sounds I, really, really I cool. won't even elaborate anymore, but it'll just be like a little teaser. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, okay, so to complete the tease then, you want to tune in next Friday. That's January 3rd, I think it is, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So At Chief Fort, Harold, yeah. what's Harold's last name? Peck, P-E-C-K. Peck. So Chief Harold Peck is going to be telling yeah. us a story about how divine intervention gave him a jolt of energy that's continued to this day. That what a, That's a great setup yeah. right there. I like that. Okay, so let's pick. I'm going to pick a card from Wisdom of the Wisdom. Ooh, the Hawk. Uh, Wisdom of Avalon. Wisdom so we get the Avalon. Hawk. Omens and messages. Oh, that is pretty. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's the see what hawk. the Hawk wants to tell us. Well, when you uh, first said remember. chief, I was thinking maybe a Native American chief. So that kind of fit no. to that because they're all In the army chief. animal spirits. Yeah, it's a high rank, you know. In it was his life for a long time. Sure. Okay. So, so the hawk, it says, when the hawk appears, expect a message to be delivered to you to aid you in your quest. Perhaps a telephone call from a friend will help you solve a mystery or a chance meeting with someone may solve a riddle. You may literally see writing on the wall or overhear a conversation between strangers that reveals your own answer unexpectedly. That's spooky. Yeah. You will know it when it happens. Be open to messages from others and be aware of omens and signs in nature. The world is constantly attempting to communicate with us, but we human beings have forgotten how to listen. So remember who you are, an intrinsic part of the great mystery of life. Listen and learn. This is a gift of the hawk as he soars into your life from Avalon's skies. Okay, so yeah, that's it. That's cool. And, that's and I cool. feel like I feel like that re- that really answers this whole thing with like what you know of asking questions of the universe and not trying to solve have the answer. You're, you know, the answer well, will come if you're just open to it, allowing it. Like, are you willing to be something other than you are at this moment? Mm-hmm. Because if we continue to be exactly as we are at this moment, then we're going to continue to be holding whatever that problem is, that situation is, right? We've got to be willing to be something new yeah. each and every day. Mm. You know, you can ask the universe, you know, um, what new adventures await for me that will, you know, that, that send me into being and living more of my true nature of who I am, of what I came here to be. You don't have to know what it is. Just keep asking. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. True. I especially like the part where um, it talked about a, a, a message can appear uh, written like handwritten on the wall, yeah. you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, it reminds me of a story that Louise likes to tell. She was visiting her brother Paul at Paul's house, and at one point, he had left the room, and uh, she had been in conversation with his wife Joyce. And then they, their conversation broke up, and she said, I "Wonder where Paul is? Where's Paul?" And Joyce says, "I don't know." And she says, "Paul, Paul, can't find him anywhere." So she goes upstairs. Where's Paul? It, it poked her head in the room looking for um, one of their sons, but the sons weren't there. And he says, where is Paul? And there's a television on in there. And, and the television says, he's down in the basement. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she walked downstairs to the basement, and that's where he was. <laughs> Perfect. You know, at my um, in-person uh, healing center at my karate school, mm-hmm. I have on the wall there, the secret to having it all is knowing that you already do. Mm. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. 
so I got to comment that on the wall because really that's, that's like, that's so true to me. So I like other people to, even if they don't read it, they absorb it by it being in the space with them. Oh, sure. Yeah. If, if yeah. it's on the wall, you can't miss it. That's for sure. You, yeah, you, might, you can't. You might block it out, but you can't miss consciously, it. Consciously, you may not, consciously you may. may not see it, but subconsciously taking it all in. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. true. That's true. And it's, it is amazing too how often if, if we pay attention, we really do get information like that from the most bizarre sources. Oh, yeah. I, we have a tendency to dismiss it. I mean, most people, I think, if they heard the television say he's down in the basement, they would just dismiss that as a, oh, that's just a coincidence, <laughs> you know? But yeah. if you pay attention, well, you, you find that those things happen quite a bit, actually. Yeah, because we do have spirit helpers, guides, angels, and they're, mm -hmm. they're like, you know, setting things up for us. We just have mm -hmm. to be able to acknowledge it and take it in or allow ourselves. It's really about receiving, allowing yes. ourselves to receive it. You know, people talk about receiving. It's receiving anything. Mm. You want to be open to receive whatever wants to come. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Without dictating how it, it must be. And it's being willing to recognize that it's there when it shows up. Because, yeah. Because that's part of what receiving is. Um, but it's also about just noticing. You know, it's literally learning how to put your antenna back up. Because you pulled your antenna in for so long you've forgotten how to listen. You know what? Uh, it's making me think of this story. I have a book. It's called, uh, it's by Gary Douglas and it's called, um, money's not the problem. You are. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so I, I guess he does a course on that as well. And, um, he was talking about how he had one woman that was in the course, took the course, and then he bumped into her a couple of months later and he says, so how are things going for you? She goes, Oh, nothing changed. My bank account's still the same as it was. He goes, oh, okay. Anything else in your life change? She goes, oh, yeah, I had a couple of good things happen. Oh, what were they? She says, um, oh, well, a friend of mine was getting rid of her car, and she just gave me her old one. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's wonderful, you know? And she goes, oh, yeah. And then I had this other friend who was redoing her whole wardrobe, which is beautiful clothes, and she gave them to me. So I have this whole new wardrobe, <laughs> right? And she went on further to say, oh, and another really good thing that happened is that um, another friend of mine is going like on some other country for six months. So she want, she's having me live in her home on the beach for the next six months rent free. Mm -hmm. So he's like, oh, interesting. It's like interesting point of view, right? Right. She thinks she thought her bank balance had to make the difference, mm -hmm. but she didn't see how this is actually money coming to her, changing her receiving because right. here she's got a new car. How many thousands was that? A new mm -hmm. wardrobe? How many mm -hmm. thousands was that? Mm -hmm. You know, rent free for six months? How can mm -hmm. you, you know, add that up, right? Yep. yep. Yeah. So it, that's, that's the awareness of seeing, interpreting, acknowledging stuff like the writing exactly. on the wall. Cause it's pretty evident she was, I mean, we would describe it as being very resistant to change of her bank account. Well, she was locked into, it could only come one way. And it could only come that one way. So she was focused intently on that. But the good thing was that the exercises that he led her and, and the rest of the class through created fissures in the outside areas of right. her, you know, outside of her immediate focus so that yeah. stuff could get through over there. And I like right. that about how stuff works. I mean, it, it opens it, it up. It, it always finds a way through. It's just may, may not be the way you had in mind is all. Yeah. So the universe gave it to her, but yeah. not, but she was so fixed on it having to be a certain way that she didn't, couldn't acknowledge it. She noticed it. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. And if she is so fixed on nothing's changing, nothing's changing, well, what does she get? Nothing's, nothing's changing, changing in my bank account. That's I have right. the amount of money I always have. <laughs> right? Yeah. Which I have to admit, it is not an easy thing to change when you are so used to it isn't changing, it isn't changing. Right. But it can right. be done. You, it can be done. No matter how ingrained it is, you can still do it. It just And you know what? Long. And there's no coincidences. Like he bumps into her. This guy gives courses all over the world, but he somehow he bumps into this woman sometime later. Um, although she may not have never even acknowledged it ever that she was receiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because she was fixated on that. So that was a gift, too. So Source Energy knew, okay, well, she's going to listen to him, so let's send him with a message, and maybe they'll finally get through to her. Oh, yeah, I've been getting this stuff. How about that? All right. What are we getting? Oh, judgment and higher self. Judgment and higher self. Okay. 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 This is, uh, what is this? Ask your guides. Okay. So let's see what she says. 46. I seem to have... My eyes are good today. <laughs> you never know. Good. They're good. Some days they're not. Okay, so this is about um, precision, rationality, analysis, and discernment. So it says, this isn't the time to act under an imagined sen- sense of urgency. Keep your emotions from running away with you. Turn to your higher self. Engage your power of reason and trust your inclination to step away from the drama and intensity of the moment. Study and analyze all the factors of the situation and allow your higher self to guide you to the right end. Sleep on it at night. Better yet, sleep on it for three nights. Then heed your higher self's message. Leave it to me for now. Mm, Okay. So So it's another way of releasing. It's another way of just letting it go, like to the universe, to the higher self, whatever you want to do is, okay, I'm going to leave it to you, sort it out. You can figure it out for me, right? <laughs> and then sleep on it. Now, the, the judgment portion, kind of, it, 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 the card kind of said it and then slipped past it really quickly, but we should go back to it because that's where we do tend to trip ourselves up. We, oh, yeah. We start figuring like we have to judge everything. We have to figure all this stuff out. We, well, we're the we ones do, who have to know what the how is. We do judge everything. We don't even realize we're judging when we're judging a lot of times. Yeah, it's just so natural to judge everything. <laughs> so to live without judgment, yeah, you'll be living in gratitude. Mm-hmm. When you're living without judgment, uh, you, you're, you're high-vibing it when you can drop that judgment, oh, especially and, judgment of yourself. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the biggest one right there, judging yourself, because we're so critical of ourselves. It's ridiculous how critical we get. And the other thing, too, is when you're judging something or someone out there, don't forget it's a mirror. So there's something mm-hmm. within you within, that you're seeing in that person that you hold, too, in some way. So you're not just judging them. You're always judging yourself as well. The nice thing, too, about when you're trying to release judgment is you don't have to succeed all at once in releasing it. If you can release it in stages, it's still good. Still very helpful. Any any awareness of letting go of judgment, like somebody you know does something, and you're like, okay. <laughs> you could either go into that complaining and nattering and blah, 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 about that thing, or you can be like, you know what? So really, what's it going to do to me? Like, is it going to kill me that that person acts that way? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, right. like there's probably a million things I do that other people would find to be wrong or not correct or whatever it is. Like, mm-hmm. who am I to judge them? Like, can I can I just love them instead and let them be like, okay, it's their way. It doesn't have to be my way. So that's the thing, too, sometimes with judgment. 
people think they are judging themselves because they're thinking that they have that they have to they're giving their power away outside of them to how they're supposed to act mm-hmm. by discerning that their other person's actions are wrong. Yes. Know what I mean? It's kind of like um, it's kind of sneaky how judgment happens. Oh God! Can yes. just be there when you don't even think that you're that that is there. Abraham, um, I think it was in, I can't remember which book it was. It may have been their, their primer, uh, uh, the basics of the law of attraction. But there was one little segment they did about judgment. They didn't call it judgment. They called it, um, oh, I can't think of what word they used to describe it. But the gist of it was this. Whenever you find, I'll use the word judgment. Whenever um, you find that someone is judging you, what they're really doing is judging themselves. And whenever you find yourself judging them, what you're really doing is, ju- is judging yourself. Right. If, in other words, it's a projection that's been going on. Right. So if you have that awareness, maybe that can help you to stop mm-hmm. judging something that somebody else is doing in some way, shape, or form. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All good stuff to just let go of. Letting go was something early on in my understanding of, and learning of, of all this stuff that I found to be really a tough concept and what I've just uh, discovered and, and learned over time is that I end up letting go of judgments and resistances and all that kind of thing a little piece at a time. And it seems, especially early on, that when I'm letting go a little piece at a time that nothing's happened. It seems like I didn't really do anything at all. Like I just kind of deluded myself into thinking I really let something go when I really didn't, because I, you know, I, I would experience the same thing the next day or something like that. Um, yeah. But as it turns out, every single time that I have made a little effort to, okay, I'm just going to do a little let go. I'm going to let that go a little bit. I'm going to let this thing go. I'm going to let that thing go. I'm going to let this other thing go. It's cumulative. It has a cumulative effect that you can't see at first. But when you look at it over the stretch of time and, and repeating it over and over and over again, you, you begin to marvel at, wow, I really did let go of a lot of stuff. And there's a whole lot more perhaps I have to let go of, but look what I let go of. I mean, I, I have definitely changed because of this. I have become, right. talk about lack of judgment of others, I have become much less judgmental of others. Talk about being uh, critical of yourself, I become much less critical of myself. And do I still have improvement? Yeah, there's room for improvement. But my goodness, look what I've done! I did, and I did it over time, a little tiny bit at a time. Yeah, that's just opening awareness, you know. And and through that awareness, you can see more. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what awareness is, right? Be open right. to more understanding or allowing yourself. That awareness is even allowing you to have more understanding, say, for whatever that thing is, or whatever that person did, or you know, um, you don't have to be so locked into a point of view. That's right. Yeah. When you're locked into a point of view, that, that cuts off receiving right there because mm-hmm. you're locked into, it can only be one way. Like that woman, you know, she could only be that her bank account had to increase for her to see. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually a powerful exercise to um, practice looking at things from a different point of view whether it be somebody else's or just another one that you select for yourself. But just going through the exercise of trying to see it from a different point of view almost doesn't even matter what the point of view is. Yeah. It could even be a worse point of view. But just a different point of view, it starts stretching your your 
it's a, it's an exercise for your brain. It's, it's like stretching I, the muscles of the brain. I think I shared before with you another one of the access consciousness processes, which is interesting point of view. I have that point of view. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. You did do that. So yes. When you see something, you're like, and you realize, okay, you have some kind of judgment or point of view about it. And you can be like, interesting point of view. I have that point of view. And you say it a few times, and then it almost becomes silly. It's like, oh, my God, I really I really had that point. I was really judging that or have that. That That's crazy. But it lightens up. It does. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's another one of those things. It, all of these things we're talking about, all these little practices and processes and so forth, they're all about making those little micro changes a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. And it's the repetition and doing it again and going at it from another way and looking at this other thing. All those little shifts, they make up a huge difference over time. Right. But we don't want to rule out how it could just happen like that. Too. Oh, absolutely. I'm not, I live for those. Those are okay. wonderful. <laughs> so I, we get commitment, but it was upside down. Okay. So the inverted position for commitment. Interesting. Now that's a, that's an unusual card because there's not a lot of illustration there. I mean, there's, there is one there. There's like a hand holding out, touching another hand and so forth. But it's, it's, I would call it illustration light compared to some of the other cards. And I'm curious what they're going to say about commitment because of that. Cause yeah. usually these cards are just like real rich in illustration. This looks like a very gentle, soft illustration. It uh, also has that light and the beautiful sky and a bit of a rainbow wanting to kind of come in with mm -hmm. all the hearts floating around. Mm -hmm. So let's see what it there's has a, to say. There's a bird flying in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So we have it upside down, though. So let me find that. 36. Oh, there it is. Commitment. So it says a true commitment is a responsibility of the heart, mind, body, and soul. This is a good time to make one. So in the reverse, it says, you may be walking into a commitment or a contract that you will regret later. This is a good time to sign. A this isn't a good time to sign agreements or make any choices that would tie you up for a long period. If you're in a relationship, you may not receive the commitment that you desire. Don't despair for something much better awaits you. Now is also a time for agreements uh, hold on. I, I, I might actually need the glasses. <laughs> okay. Now is also the time for agreements to be broken. Remember that rejection is God's protection. What hurts you now leads to wisdom later. Well, that's a good sentence at the end there. Mm. Because how many times, I mean, yeah, it's usually always that five years down the road, you're like, oh, wow, that was like the best thing that could have ever happened. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's funny how, I mean, you can almost tell who that person, uh, what the person is that that card is talking to, because that it's talking to a person who's in a somewhat of an anxious state. We had the anxiety card before they're mm -hmm. anxious about some sort of, maybe it's a personal commitment, maybe it's a contractual commitment to buy something or whatever, but they're feeling anxiety about it, which of course is the worst way to go into, you know, something that you really want to have happen right. out of a commitment. Um, and, and the whole notion of don't worry about the fact that it's not coming through at this particular time it's going to come through at the next particular time just let let it go for the moment it, it's a way yeah. of reminding us when we're feeling anxious that's when to let go just like okay all right I, I know i'm feeling anxious this is not a good time for me to make decisions about anything so i'm just going to let go of it and just i'll i'll revisit it next week it's not it, nothing is going to be absolutely destroyed if i wait a week to decide about this thing right and, and what it's saying is don't despair for something much better awaits you exactly. now 
That's interesting, too, because it wasn't this card, but it was an, a contract card in, in the Energy Oracle deck that one of my girls that was coming to a meditation group would pick. She was going through buying a home, and mm. she had all these different delays, and she was fretting over, and she kept getting the contract card in the reverse and all this. <laughs> but it turned out, through all of that, they actually had a better contract at the end of it all. Mm. Like there were things that came up with the house that needed to be addressed that they wouldn't have addressed if it wasn't for whatever was going wrong, maybe on the other person's side. But the right. whole thing, which felt like a really bumpy road, and this was going on for you know a good month or so, and she kept getting this card every so often. Um, she's like, oh, my God, okay, okay. Turned out great. That's a good uh, reminder that uh, it does actually work out. And she was when, she was fretting during the whole thing though, you know. But it, it turned when, out when, great. When you're in the middle of that, that that's all you can see. It just feels. Yeah. I, I mean, how could it possibly work out? If it's not going to work out now, how could it work out later? Those are the kinds of thoughts that go through your head when you're in that place. But it really does work out later. Yeah. And so what time is it? Oh, okay, we have a little bit of time. We got about ten minutes left. By the way, Jeffrey's been uh, posting about all this stuff. Jeffrey's like our number one live stream listener um and there were a couple things he said oh he said that i love how the cards of the day seem to tell a story and that's a good observation because they, they do don't they they all they all tie together and no matter what what the day is no matter what our conversation is you could just tell there's a there's a thread going through them all they, they yeah just i'd say 90 something percent of the time <laughs> yeah and least. if that one gets thrown in there we're like huh it's it's good though it gives us something to think about right like well it what, does what, what point but of view are we not no, acknowledging? Well, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you pointed it out many times. It may not be something that you and I are aware of, but there's there's a listener out there who needed that particular card. Right. And we may never actually see where that thread is, but it's there. It's there nonetheless. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, good point, Jeffrey. That's, that's exactly what it is. It's, it's telling a story. Let's you know, it's story. funny. I just, I just released another a Christmas Oracle reading video, mm-hmm. and um, one of the people who commented on it she's like i saw a few little orbs and like i saw them too because a lot a lot of times when i'm doing the card readings i don't know if it happens i have to look at these videos every now and then something like a little like white glow kind of goes past some way or another i remember you now, showed me a video like that one time that you had yeah one of so your this videos. video had that too and i, I didn't point it out because sometimes i'll point it out and i'll put the the time mark on it so people can go and look at it mm-hmm. um but I saw that too. I'm like, what the heck? I mean, there's no open windows. There's no bugs <laughs> flying around. Um, you know what? This ceiling doesn't, it's not a popcorn ceiling or something that could fall off the ceiling. Like, I don't know what the heck. Plus, it also is doing some kind of motion like that. So, yeah, whatever that is. And it's not a lens flare. I mean, the camera's in one, one spot and the lighting is the same the whole time. And then something comes in. So what, what I was feeling is, you know what? Maybe it's just um, yeah, some kind of energy orb. But mm-hmm. maybe it's the way the energy is coming through from whatever this help is that's having the perfect cards come out. Like, how does that uh, happen, you know? Yeah, There's sure. guidance there. You're tapping into energy of some sort. So who's to say that energy can't um, actualize itself into something that we can actually see? Sure, absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that. In fact, I remember that one. Now, this was a while ago, but you, you pointed out in one of the videos you had made that there was one of these little orbs going through. Mm-hmm. And it literally looks like an amorphous little spot of light. It doesn't look like it, it has any shape to it or anything like that. 
and you're right, it just kind of zips across the screen and so forth, but it's very definite. It's not like, I mean, you, you play the video back and it's not like you were imagining it. You, you can actually track this thing going across the screen um, if yeah. you watch for it. And you say to yourself, wow, where did that come from? Because you're right, it's, it's clearly not something that fell from the ceiling. It's not a piece of light shining in from the window. You can tell it's not. It, ha- it, yeah. it behaves wrongly for something like that. It, behave, it, it has its own behavior that doesn't match right. what we see in physical reality most of the time. Well, it's fascinating, like, yeah. You know, in photos outside, sometimes you could, I, I, I remember I had, took a picture once and there was this flash of light. I'm like, oh, it's an orb. And my son's like, no, it's a lens flare. You see how the sun was, you know, and then you point it out and I can see, oh, yeah, it is very mechanical. It is a lens, sure. lens flare. Um, so that could happen, sure. It definitely but happens. Not, but yeah. not not on the video, the way it's like moving yeah, around. This particular one that I saw, it was definitely not lens flare. It was, you could tell it was not like a, a laser light that was flashing across. It was not that kind of a light. It it had an indefiniteness to it. That That's what really convinced me of it. It did not have a clear shape. It no, had a vague shape, which was really interesting. Okay, so here's an interesting card that came up. Cupid. Cupid. Blowing heart bubbles. Okay. So we'll see who this is for somebody out there. Absolutely. Or Or we'll see what it says. So, I think I'll go with glasses for this one. (laughs) After the last card, I don't blame you. So it says, we send great waves of love into your heart and mind, awakening your love for life itself. Your clear decision to accept and enjoy romance has triggered this reawakening. Allow yourself to spontaneously celebrate love in all of its glorious aspects. So, I mean, that goes to receiving as well. It 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 could be... Love it could be relationship, it could be money, it could be health, it could be anything, right? But anyway, this is talking romantically. So it says, this card comes to you because the angels see your desire for romance. So you could even still be in a relationship and have this desire even more strongly than you're experiencing, right? Mm-hmm. So instead of fixing the externals in your love life, they assist you internally. The angels say that romance springs from falling in love with life itself. Okay, that can speak to all those people in the depression mode, right? Sure. When you let the angels awaken this love within you, you naturally attract and experience more romantic love in your relationships. So I'm going to go through the additional meanings for the card because it could be anything for anyone. Okay. So it says, um, surround yourself with romantic beauty such as roses and candles. Um, Give any emotional hurt to the angels. Mm -hmm. Ask Archangel Michael to help you to release any painful attachments to previous or current lovers. Getting rid of those energy ties, energy cords. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly decide what you desire in your love life. Yeah, that's true too. Sometimes people don't exactly put out what they what they desire, right? Most often, I'd say. And, and affirm it's safe for me to love and to be loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I especially like that it, that card emphasized falling in love with life because we forget one of the main reasons we want to have that dynamic r- romantic relationship with that special someone is so that we can enjoy life with them. I mean, it doesn't just end with, okay, I found that someone, okay, I'm done. <laughs> right. The idea is to actually spend your lives together. Okay, so what's that like when you're... When you're spending your lives together, hopefully it means you're loving life. So the card is spot on on that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And that energy goes through all 
all areas of your life. You know, and, and to mm-hmm. me, again, it gets right back to that gratitude again. Be mm-hmm. grateful for you, right? For you, yeah. that you exist and that you are a creator and you have this ability to, to create. So like, mm-hmm. that means anything you created that you don't like, <laughs> mm-hmm. recreate it. One way to, uh, we, we talked about perspectives earlier. One way to imagine a new perspective, and of course there are an infinite number of ways to do it. But one way to do it is to imagine that you're an immigrant to the country and you're, uh, you're, you're the one who came here first or your first generation, either one. So you are very new to the country and, and, and imagine that you came from a country where you, there's not as much freedom as there is in your country. And imagine what it's like to just be so grateful for the fact that you have all this freedom that you didn't have for a large chunk of your life. That's what a lot of immigrants feel. They experience that. It's a wonderful perspective to have because, I mean, literally every single day that they wake up, that they go to work, that they interact with their spouse, that they interact with their kids, they're grateful, 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 grateful because it's so different from what they had before. That's a a terrific um, perspective to have, the perspective of the, the immigrant. You know, I, I was listening to somebody who was telling a story about when um, when there were all those floods. Uh, where was that? In um, Louisiana? Mm-hmm. Um, and that there was this one guy who was... Oh, all he had, all he was able to recover in his, from his house was a pair of underwear. So he's walking around in a pair of underwear. <laughs> and they're interviewing him, and he was just so grateful. Mm. to be alive yeah he lost everything mm-hmm. and he was just thank you god he was like and he was spewing all this gratitude for being alive yes. right all his belongings were gone and then there were other families who didn't lose as much they still had most of their house intact or their house intact but they lost the furniture or this and everything and all they did was complain right yes right mm-hmm. yeah that, but here's this guy who's just, you know, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, thank you, God, I'm alive. Joel, tells, Joel Elston tells a story similar to that in which um, there are two people who experienced a, a major loss. I may have been from a flood or a fire. I can't remember exactly what it was. But these two people, two families, actually, one family was of the gratitude type, like you were describing, and the other one mm-hmm. was all focused on the loss. The ones that were focused on, and I think these were actually clients of his, the ones who were focused on the loss ended up going through hell trying to get their new house and get it rebuilt and get it refurnished and so forth. I mean, it was just one struggle after another, whereas the other ones who were grateful, not only did it go really, really smoothly and quickly, but... They, it, they ended up with something that was better than they expected. It, they actually ended up with a better living situation than they had before the fire yeah. or the flood or whatever it was. Yeah. And wow. It really just illustrates how when you bring the right perspective to it, a perspective of gratitude, a perspective of appreciation, everything just goes so much better. Just yeah. so much better. It's huge. So good topic for today, gratitude. Yeah, that was fun. We had fun. a new topic and it just kind of popped up as a topic. That was fabulous. Um, before we go, we remind people about uh, where they can find those videos that you make because you talked about you had the latest one out there. How do they find oh, those? Uh, yeah, my YouTube channel. You can just find me, Linda Armstrong, on YouTube. Um, I think I have Linda. I think I, I changed my channel to Li- Linda Armstrong Living High Vibe. Ah, but okay. you just search Linda Armstrong, you'll find me. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Linda, and looking forward to uh, talking with 
Chief Harold Peck, is that his name? Yeah. Next yep. Friday, January 3rd. So that's going to be something to look forward to. And we'll yes. put up some social media notices about that. But in the meantime, um, that, by that time I see you next time, it's going to be uh, a new year. So happy new year to you and your, yes. you and your family. Happy new year, everybody. <laughs> all right. Thank you. And, and, and to all of our listeners as well. And we'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>